0: so here you can see that okay this is my classification algorithm we were talking about this particular notebook and now let's go to the you know below part now instead of this what we can do is we can simply create the one notebook so i can share that notebook with you after this session right
1: that i think that might works Okay, let me create the new notebook. And uh, we'll see the over
0: here. We'll talk about decision tree visualization. Okay, let's rename it and let's get started. So, as we know, guys. Uh, basically when we are uh, okay when we want to you know visualize the decision tree so at that time we need the data okay so for this particular case we will be using the one data which is already inbuilt data of the one of the library of python which is nothing but the escalon like lambda function okay if you wanted to let's say if you wanted to apply some particular function let's say if you uh, you have the data of uh you know few columns in that data you will find that the few columns are numeric few columns are categorical column so at that time if you wanted to apply you wanted to find out the mean of all the numerical columns so at that time you you can use the lambda function so with the help of lambda function you will find that it will be able to find out the mean okay in just one line of code so that is a use case of lambda function so guys let's uh go with our visualization okay for that let's import few library as we know this is okay here i'm gonna show you how you can visualize decision tree so for that we need a matplotlib library so from matplotlib lib dot plot okay uh, not just we can simply Go ahead like this import matplotlib dot as plt okay then we'll go and we'll try to you know import the data set so for that we'll be using import from sklearn import data sets so here you will find that the lot of data set which is already there in the sklearn library right and I'm gonna use the iris data set okay we'll explore iris data set after importing that so after this as we know after importing the data set we on okay we want to classify the that data we want to build a classification model on the data so that's why
1: i'm going to use again sklearn right to basically you know find out to
0: basically create our data science Classifier model. So that's why I'm gonna use the The one of the method which is nothing but the decision tree classifier Right. So this is my you know, the the simply simplest we can say that the decision tree classifier model we have Right one more thing. Okay. We need to you know Export the basically, you know the tree export the we can simply say that the text okay so i'll show you what kind of text so for that we need tree modules okay from sklearn input tree so let's go and run this okay these are the few library which we need now see it okay it is taking some time to you know Execute this particular cell. So at that time what you can do is if if some okay sometimes if this okay in the running if cell is taking so much time. So at that time you can simply you know Interrupt it by using this particular button. Okay So now here you can see that my cell is executed. So no need to interrupt the cell Okay, when it comes to the confusion matrix, okay, it's basically totally depends on the interviewer. Okay So like sometimes interviewer might ask you about the you know, confusion matrix explain the confusion matrix and What are the different, you know, the the terms are there in the
1: confusion matrix, right now? After this, let's you know read the data
0: right so as we know here we are taking the data from the sqln which is already there so that's why what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna use iris this is my data name okay and the, from the data sets module okay i'm gonna load the data and what okay which kind of which data we want iris data okay just load it and here you will find that okay when we are dealing with this kind of inbuilt data so at that time you can simply okay data is already you know splitted so that's why you can simply use iris dot data this is my x data and this is my y data iris dot target right so this is my y data in simple words so now we got the x and y data right now the third thing is that okay let's build the decision tree classifier model okay as i saw you that uh, this this particular all the things okay in this particular classification algorithm here you will see right here you will see that it's okay i already Show you how you can you know go ahead and build the decision tree model as well as you know logistic regression model so i guess again no need to explain this thing again in this particular session as well okay so now let's go and build the classification model and as we know i'm gonna use this particular model that's why i simply just copy this model from here decision tree and inside this just use a random state parameter. Why random state parameter? Because I already told you why we are gonna use a random state parameter. So you can add any random value over here, okay? To do you know to get the same result each and every time, right? And after this, simply after building the model, here you can see that we just build the classifier. Now if we wanna implement that classifier on my data so for that i'm going to use a classifier dot fit on my data x and y okay let's go and run this and here you can see that we just created the decision tree classifier right now let's go and basically let's uh, import the text of the classifier which means that Import the different, you know, the our decision trees criteria. Okay, that I show you yesterday. Okay, I'll show you again here also. Okay, so for that, I'm gonna use text representation. Okay, text representation, I'm gonna use tree export text, right. And my classifier, I just wanted to explore, you know export the text of my classifier Okay, and just to show
1: you I'm gonna Print the you know text representation Right, so let's go and run
0: these and here you can see now I guess okay This is here you can see okay. Now. What is this guys? What is this? basically my tree start from here from feature 3 okay and basically depends on the you know information gain this is my one particular method with the help of that okay we can find out this kind of statements okay because here you can see that if feature 3 is less than or equal to 0.8 so you can simply you know classify this as a class 0 Class 0 because here you can see that in the target. Okay, if I show you the target So here you can see that the 0 1 and 2 means total three classes are there How many classes are there? Total three classes are there. So this is not the problem of binary class classification This is the problem of tertiary class classification. There are three classes, right? So also you can say that it's a multi class classification problem more than two classes means multi-class classification problem right so here you can see that this is i just if if this condition is true simply i'm gonna classify my data that particular row as a class zero otherwise if this condition is not satisfied i'm gonna you know further go and check this particular condition okay if this condition true I'll check this condition if this condition true I'll check this condition okay likewise I'm gonna check the multiple conditions Okay, and simply I'm gonna, you know, predict this thing. So now here you can see that this is just the text Okay, this is just the text. Let me convert this text into the visualization so you can understand right Now for that, okay, let me just go and You know so uh, here you can see that okay we are using you know let's say uh, one particular you know the with statement so you can simply you know open the decision tree log file which means you know this particular you can just write this all the things into the decision tree log right and then we can use that particular thing
1: to you know to get our plot right so let us go ahead guys with the our part so now guys here
0: you can see that what we are doing is we are trying to you know import that all the data this particular particular you know all the text okay in the decision tree log file so that's why i'm
1: gonna use the Decision tree dot log file. Okay.
0: And here you can see that you will find that. Okay. I'm going to write this thing. Okay. I'm going to use the W for write this thing. Okay. As. for And here you can see that I'm going to
1: write this thing. This thing. Okay. Write our text representation okay
0: okay this is the thing let's go and run this and after this uh, what we can do is we can simply plot the you know our tree so for that okay let's see basically if you see that okay our present working directory so how to check the present working directory here if you wanted to see the present working directory for that you will have to import the operating system library os okay and by using os you can simply use the get current working directory get cwd and brackets and here you can see that this is my current working directory right now after this, okay i'll use this thing okay I'm gonna use the figure okay because here you can see that we are trying to now of trying to plot the decision tree
1: so I'm gonna use PLT dot figure okay
0: and in that okay I'm gonna mention the figure size okay I'm gonna mention the figure size like as we know the tree is a bit big so that's why i'm gonna use a let's say 25 by you know 20.
1: okay i think that might works so after this let us go okay and you know use the tree dot plt okay now tree dot uh, you will find that the sorry the plot tree right and here you
0: will find that okay i'll have to add the particular classifier over here okay i'll have to add the particular classifier over here okay and if you go ahead with these so here you can see that i'll have to you know few feature names over here few parameters i'll have to add over here so first parameter is nothing but the feature names right so i'm going to use the iris dot feature names okay so here you will find that my data set okay already giving me the feature names as well okay then i'm going to use a class name okay so here you will find that the class names iris again okay iris dot our target names right then here you will find that just okay just field all this information in my decision tree so that's why I'm gonna use the field
1: equal to true right so let's see okay yeah now here you can see that
0: because see i used you know 20 by uh 25 by 20. okay so which means that you know to show you each and everything so okay now here you can see that in the first square this is my root node okay this is my Root node and here you can see that if this particular condition true if this particular condition true So here you can see that. Okay, we got the class as the setosa Okay, which means that here you can see that this particular class is nothing but the setosa class Okay, this particular class is going to be the setosa class means let's say the class zero because total how many classes are there? Okay Total three classes are there in my data set zero class one class and two class right total three classes So this is my first class then I'll have to otherwise I'll have to go and take the another condition. Okay with another Column you can see. Okay now after these Okay, you you can see that. Okay. I just splitted my decision tree into two parts. Okay. So here you can see Okay Here again if you go here you can see that the, again i just related my data uh, decision tree into two parts and here you can see in the last okay class is versicolor. here you can see that the class is versinical so these are my leaf class so guys okay basically this is the you know when okay see this data is totally new to you right this data is totally new to you that's why okay you are you you know there is some kind of lack of understanding is there for you okay if you understood the data if you understood the data so at that time okay you don't have to face any problem to explain this particular decision tree in front of your stakeholders or your manager right because as i you know told you the one decision tree in the yesterday session okay about the whether you can accept the you know the offer or reject that particular offer then at that time you you understood that particular scenario because that particular scenario you can you know compare with yourself okay but this data is totally new to you that's why you are not uh, you know at that time it's you know it's bit difficult to you know understand this thing but if you you know get your hand dirty with particular data iris data Then you will definitely understand this particular decision tree, and you will definitely able to explain this particular tree in front of anyone. You will have to understand the decision tree, okay, theoretically how the decision tree is implemented on any data set, okay, how decision tree is implemented on any data set, okay. But you know, I have that you know uh, theoretical problem, and I can explain you that as well. But again, we need to, you know, more than 30 minutes or one hour for that. Okay. And, you know, for this particular, we have the, you know, as I am, you know, frequently saying to you that, you know, there is some kind of time limitation is there. Right. So this is nothing but a data visualization of the, you know, uh, this is how you can visualize the decision tree. Okay. Try to, you know, uh, go ahead with this particular data set. Okay. As I am sharing this particular code with you. I try to you know after the this particular session you can try to again two three times okay try to run this code guinea index again as i told you guinea index you know this is the one of the attribute selection major. we have the total attribute selection major let me you know open the whiteboard so now here you can see guys
1: okay if we're talking about the attribute selection measure so at that time you can see over here is okay there are two attribute selection major first is nothing but the information gain you can see and second one is going to be the you know gain index so if we're talking about this information gain
0: so here you can see that you will have to go ahead with the you know the attribute means the feature okay feature selection let's say how many columns are there in your data let's say x1 x2 up to so on x10 okay so what will be the first variable okay for your root node let's say x7 is your root node and then you just created the another let's say uh, x5 and x3 okay that is nothing but your attribute right so here you can see that okay this is your entropy okay if you talk about the entropy so you can write the entropy like this h of x okay so here we will be Talking about the two classes of my y 0 and 1 So that's why you will find that the entropy of particular, you know We are talking about the entropy of your overall data. Okay, let's say entropy of your overall data You can say, okay entropy of your overall data Minus the entropy of your overall data in that particular class. Okay Uh, entropy of your overall data. Okay with your this particular let's say that particular data which means the column any column right so here you can see that if we're talking about this how to find the entropy how to find the entropy so for that okay let's say you will have to know the entropy formula okay let's say how many x values are there let's say there are two x values are there Okay, so for that you will have to use this thing. So here now what is this now here? You can see that okay probability of x. Okay, but here let's say take the x equal to 1. Okay, we are using this x equal to 1 into log with the base two probability of x equal to 1. Okay, then minus probability of x equal to 0 into log with the base 2 probability of x2 x0 right so this is how you can find the entropy of overall data now you will have to you know take the subset of your data according to your that particular column that you are finding out the you know entropy for that so you will have to take the sub part of your data depending upon that particular column right you will have to check that again and you will have to go with this particular entropy formula right this is your whole data's entropy this particular whole data's entropy and this is your you know that's sub data's entropy which is related to that particular column
1: okay
0: so again okay you will have to go with this and if you wanted to go with the gini index so simple formula for gini index is n- is nothing but the pi xi okay probability of each class okay into the probability of that particular each column right so in that way you can simply go ahead with okay and because you know this is again the theoretical concept as i told you you know the theoretical concept of logistic regression so you know for that okay how much time we got okay like we spend for that particular logistic regression around more than two hour i guess two and two and a half hour okay to understand only that much okay simple thing so here decision tree is a you know a bit critical okay again so that's why i you know i didn't go there right there are you know five columns okay sepal length if you see the data okay just go and explore that particular iris data which one iris data okay you will find that the
1: sepal length sepal width right then petal length okay petal length and petal width and lastly you will find that the
0: target over here the target column in the target you will find that the how many labels setosa versicolor okay iris is nothing but the flower name and there are three species of this so setosa is the one species versicolor is nothing but the another species okay and virginica is there this is another species Okay, these are the basically three different species of this particular flower, iris flower, right? And you will find that the this all the sepal length, sepal width, petal length, petal width are all the continuous variable. You will find all the
1: continuous one. Okay. So which means that they are not zero and one. Okay. Here
0: you will find that we just assume that setosa is zero versicolor is one and virginica is two these are just the label not the order for this this is just the label okay I assume that like your name okay one person name is my second is suresh uh, third is ramesh like this okay setosa is zero versicolor is one and virginica is two right that's what we did over here
1: okay
0: okay so guys uh, after this let's go ahead Okay, with our today's topic, today's agenda. Okay, as we already know, we are talking about the, you know, the data science fast stack course. And in the D5, in the today's session, we'll be talking about the introduction to R programming, different data types in R. Okay, the data structure in R's like vectors, matrix, data frames, arrays, right? Similar to the, you know, Python then how to import the data and how to export the data from the r right then we'll be talking about how you can work with the data frames in r so guys okay let us first go and download the r and the one ide for that which is nothing but the r studio right what is r programming language is and then uh, go ahead further deep deeper into it so for that what we what we do is we can simply go over here okay go to your google okay uh anaconda navigator you will find the r studio as well you can go over there you can install R studio from your anaconda navigator as well okay but okay i'm interested to use R studio independently okay so that's why i'm gonna download the r studio first and then I'll start working on it. Okay. So if you wanted to download the R, so then you can simply go over here R programming download. Okay. If you go over here first, R programming download. So here you can see that the first link download R, the latest version 4.2.3 for Windows. For Windows. Okay. Just click to this particular link and Go over here. So here you will find that the download R four point two point three for Windows. Simply download this seventy seven MBs file, okay, and install it in your system. It will take two to three minutes, more not more than that. Understood, guys? Try to download this, okay, because this is you know uh, the one required thing for R Studio for R studio right here r studio here you can see simply go over here download r studio this is the very popular integrated development environment okay so just go over here you will find that the r studio right so here you can see okay open source okay r studio which is a free just go over here and download this okay I already downloaded this, so that's why I'm not going to download this again. You can download this R Studio desktop from here. Download R Studio. It's around, I guess, uh, 220 MBs. Okay. If you are, um, if you are using a, you know, uh, the latest, here like it will take you, you know, not more than 10 minutes, 8 to 10 minutes to, you know, download and install in your system. Okay and guys it's very important for you okay and it's very easy in short okay so just go and download this from here here as you see the outline for this particular course so i'm gonna you know show you this particular course okay in five different tools so first one is python okay now you will find that we're done with the Python. Then second one is going to be the R programming language. Okay. Third one is nothing will be the MySQL, right? You should have to download R and R Studio both because R is the basic version, okay. And R Studio is the IDE that will give you the you know so much different things. Okay so if you download the r studio r studio needs the r right then the third tool is nothing but the mysql mysql is as you know this is nothing but the rdms relational database management system right so we will be talking about that as well in the upcoming sessions then the fourth one will be the tableau we'll see the how you can create the dashboards in the tableau and fifth one is going to be the power bi and lastly we'll see the data science projects end-to-end data science projects in the power bi you will find that again the how you can create the interactive dashboards okay so those five tools you can mention in your resume right so your uh, you know resumes weightage will be more right that's why we'll be talking about the multiple tools in this particular course okay now after completion of this download here you will find that the one of the you know the not this one okay one of the let me show you this thing so guys here you can see that okay we'll be talking about the r studio and now here you go you will be able to see the r studio right so before that okay let's complete this you know ppt and start with our practicals okay now guys here you can see that the four different windows okay now you will be able to see the four different windows okay like uh, if a few people worked on the spider spider is nothing but the one of the ide of python so if you worked with the if you're familiar with the spider okay then it is very easy for you okay and if not so then i'll explain this particular r studio framework with you okay so first window okay here you can see that the left okay up left window is going to be the the Editor window so you can go and you can create your code You can edit your code over here in this particular window right then second thing is that you will find that below to this This is going to be your Console window, which means you can run your code that you created over here Okay, you can run your code over here. Okay. Let's say this is my code x equal to 5 Okay, let's go ahead and run this okay now here you can see that okay here you can see that x equal to five i just you know executed this particular code over here x equal to five if you're able to see the second window which is the you know in the left corner lower left corner you can see right now after this third window which is nothing but the upper le- upper right window so here you can see that the multiple things this is the environment here you will be able to see the different outputs that you you know the commands output here you can see that this is my code okay yes this is my code i executed this code in the console in the second window in the third window you will be able to see the x value the variable name and value of it okay Similarly, you will find that if you read any data, you will see data over here, right? And again, if you see that R studio will provide you okay the import data set function over here as well If you wanted to read the data If you don't know the code so you can simply go over here and you can read the data Like if you wanted to read the text data or simply the csv file so you can read by using this particular two options. If you wanted to read the Excel data, you can go over here. If you wanted to read the SPSS data or SAS data or status data, these three are nothing but the some statistical tools. Okay, those are the paid one, right? So you can read your data from here as well, right? As well as you can read the data from okay of the any format in the R Studio. Okay, then second thing here you will find that the history okay this is all my history you can see right then connections is there you can build the connections over here okay but uh, right now we'll be talking about the only the simplest thing of the r studio because we'll be exploring few things in R studio right like you can do all the things that you can similarly do in python right you can do those things in r as well okay but it's a statistical Programming language, right? It's a statistical programming language You can see and the fourth window here You will be able to see the different files. Okay files first one. So where you are and all right then here you can see that the plots if you just Visualize something if you created some plot then you can see those plot in the fourth window Right then if you wanted to install few libraries. So here in R Studio in R libraries are nothing but the packages. Libraries are nothing but the packages. So here you can see that I have insho- installed the few libraries which are there. Okay. Right. And if you wanted to install the few libraries, so here you can simply go and name it. Okay, you can just print the name over here, write the name over here, and just press the install okay with the you know click to this install dependency as well so you don't need to you know again go ahead and install the dependent libraries as well okay you know R automatically you know install your you know the libraries which are dependent one right then if you wanted to update you can simply go over here and you will see the all the list of update packages if you wanted to update these packages you can simply select all or whichever po- package you want to update, you can simply, you know, you know, select simply if one like that today select, I just wanted to go ahead with. So I can simply go and install them, you know, that particular update that particular packages. So here you will find that the few packages I just wanted to, you know, there is, you know, update is there for those packages. Okay. So, you know, then you will see that the few packages like few known Packages and most useful packages is one of the most useful packages going to be the ggplot2. Okay Like if like after the you know, if we have the time in the end, so we'll try to you know uh, Talk about the ggplot2 that is a very popular data visualization library You will find that in many job descriptions of data scientist Okay, you will find that there is a ggplot2 libraries there. Okay a single library mentioned in the job description it's a very big thing guys okay which okay that that is you know showing the importance of the ggplot2 library right that is the thing now in the r as well you will find that the few libraries which are very much important right uh, if you are if you know the python okay uh then you can see that you will find that python is open source r is also open source but in r you will find that okay r will give you the few things itself in that particular you know uh work the environment R environment right the you don't need to you know go outside and install the few packages like sometimes okay you will have to install the few packages which are which are not in the python you will have to you know install it from the you know github you do, you will you'll have to take those uh, packages from there as well in python but not in r okay there is a you know in build packages you will find all the packages will be in build package like in python you will have to you know if you wanted to uh install the h2o library h2o library is nothing but the very advanced library for you know mlops okay for building the you know Products of the machine learning, okay. ML ops. So at that time you will need the H2O. So at that time, okay, in Python, you will have to, you know, install the Java as well. Okay, to install the H2O in the Python. But in R, there is only you know one thing. You can go over here, you can use the H2O, and here you will see H2O library. See. So, you can just click to this, install this, and you will find that S2O is here. You can be able to access the S2O. You don't need to install any uh, different programming language, right? That's it. Okay. Then, second thing is that in Python, okay, let's say you will have to, for each and everything, you will have to, you know, go ahead and you will have to import the library. But in R, okay, like for many things, you don't have to import the library right even for you know even for uh doing the linear regression as well there is one function lm linear model is there just use that and you will see that there is no need to import any package in r okay and you will get the output similarly the output you got in the python right that is the you know these are the few advantages of r because it's a statistical programming language if you see it's very you know like the r programming language created by the you know uh you know some for the you know statistical analysis okay as well as you know doing some graphical representation as well as doing some you know data analysis as well as a you know visualization kind of thing okay right and if you see that if you explore r and python both simultaneously you will find that r is very easy it's very simple to understand simple to run as well as you can read and write as well okay it's it's very easy to do that okay right in python if you wanted to you know run the multiple line of code at that time you will have to select that particular all the code in spider but here you don't need to select that code just put your cursor on one of the line in that particular multiple line and you can simply press the run button and you will find that. Like automatically it will take the full code. Okay, not like Python, Python will give you the error in that particular scenario. Okay, so likewise you will find that there are. Lot of different things, okay, like depends upon. Like the familiarity of your programming language. If you are, let's say, if you are familiar with Python, so you can simply use Python. Right, and you will say R is very hard for me right but if you know the R then you can say that yes R is very easy Python is very hard like it's you know again the matter of perspective like whether you started with R or Python that is important if you started with R so you will say R is easy if you started with Python you will say Python is easy okay and these are the few advantages of r okay
1: similarly you will find that the few advantages of python as well right over r okay so now guys let's uh go ahead and try
0: to do some codes in r studio right so like uh like after this particular course you will be able to you know you will be comfortable to put that particular R studio or R programming language in your resume right so guys let me use a control plus L to clear the particular console sorry so for you know many time you will see that the you know if you wanted to go ahead and clear the console of the You know r so you can simply use a control plus l right now after these guys here you can see that the help if you wanted to learn r in a good way you can simply go and explore the different topics of you know topics in r you will find that lot of topics are there in r you will find that see data frames are there if you wanted to learn more about the data frame Then you can simply go over here see now likewise okay if you wanted to search for let's say cluster analysis let's run this okay let's run this and here you will find that okay cluster analysis is not found let's go with the cluster then okay now here you can see now here you can see see cluster in symbol now in many packages you will find that you know animation k means dot animation so any which means it will simply demonstrate the k means clustering algorithm right you can implement the k-means clustering algorithm right here if you wanted to go ahead and if you wanted to see the you know different things you can see over here as well okay okay if you wanted to go and you can simply go and you know just download the pdf and explore more about the you know cluster ensembles, right so here you can see that the many different things you can do for just the cluster analysis see for cluster analysis you will find a lot of things now you can simply search for the regression see regression let's go and run this and now here you can see a lot of different things right this is a moving window auto regression this is a you know time series part this is analysis of variance ANOVA part is there in that you will find the regression also we are using in that okay likewise you will find then the regi regression you will see you know the resistant regression is there so many resist you know regression you will find that the logistic regression over here right so which means that you can explore many different things in python in r itself okay you don't have to go anywhere to learn r right so you can just use the help right then second thing is that then many times like okay initially if you see that okay in the cluster okay there is animation is there if you see the package okay the animation package is there basically animation package will give you the animation of multiple things like how let's say the k-means clustering how the k-means clustering works so it will show you that in the anim- with the help of animation okay so you will see that animation over here in the viewer right in the viewer as well okay and this is going to be the presentation. If you wanted to present something, okay, by using the R code, so you can present over here, okay, or else you can go ahead with the print and all, right? That is the thing. Like here, you can see that, after, okay, behind the, you know, beside the console, you will find that the background job. Let's say if you wanna go ahead and install the package, so you will find that it will show you all the things in the background jobs like how you can how the you know how the different package are installing in the background jobs not in the console okay like if you go ahead and let's see like let me just i just wanted to you know update the one package let's say ggplot okay let's go and install the update. so now here you can see okay
1: okay let's say import
0: h2o h2o now after some time you will find that there will be a you know pop-up automatically comes and it will show you this particular s2o is not installed okay so at that time if you wanted to install this you can simply install it from here as well at that time you will see that the background jobs right over here right and now you will see that the you know in the console for the you know updation right but many times you will see that the update will be there uh, in the background jobs as well as if you wanted to install anything you will see that in the background jobs not in the console right now guys okay so let us go ahead and explore the few codes about the in the r studio okay now guys as we know okay we can simply as uh, if you go ahead and if you see that okay let's say a equal to five and capital a equal to two and let me go ahead and show you the values for those so from this particular example you will find that r is case sensitive or not okay let me go and run this see this is the button over here you will be able to see you can just go over here and run this so in the console you will find this okay in the console you will find this a equal to five you just execute it okay see the value of it a equal to two and see the value of it okay which means that okay okay let me just again clear this thing to clear up your ideas okay let me go with the a equal to let me clear this screen as well let me go with the a equal to five and now instead of this i'll go over here and i'll try to run this now here you can see error is there object a is not found which means i just executed this particular line equal to five and here you can see that after going with the capital a to see the output okay and i'm getting the error and errors say you know saying that object a is not found which means that our programming language is case sensitive language similar to the python programming language okay now after this okay you can use the you know r as a calculator as well as
1: you know you can use it okay you can use it as a calculator okay we know right
0: then you can simply use a control plus enter as well to run the particular line of code as well right right you can use like this right you can do this you know use this as a calculator as well then after this, okay if we wanted to you know print the 1 to 50 numbers okay so in python you will have to use the arrange method right but here you can simply go and write like this and you know use the control pillar center and here you can see that all the values you got from 1 to 50. now here what is the difference between the r output and python output see in my code in python if you write like this if you wanted to get the 50 you know 1 to 50 values so you in the arrange method you can use the np.arrange the numpy library you will use to you know get this 1 to 50 values right so here you can see so like in python if you see that so you will have to write the np.arrange 51 Okay, which means last value is excluded in Python, but in R it is included Right. You don't have to write the 1 to 51 here. You will have to write the only 1 to 50 Then only you will get the 1 to 50 value if you go ahead and write the 1 to 51 You will see that the 1 to 51 value you will see see Okay, that is the thing and that is a you know one of the difference now second thing is that if you wanted to you know again write this 1 to 50 in reverse order in reverse order so in basically in python you will have to go ahead with the you know the reverse method and how you can do that you can you you will have to use the slicing for that okay double colon and then minus two minus two index number then it will reverse that particular all the data so here in r you don't have to do it you can simply use the 50 colon one and here you go okay just use the 50 colon one and here you will see 50 48 49 48 like this up to one in the reverse order right so it's very you know easy to implement easy to run the code right this is the first thing. Now, now, okay. If you wanted to print similarly in Python, you can use the print function to read or to to write anything, right?
1: Like, welcome to our programming language.
0: Okay, let's go and run this by using Control plus Enter right so here you can see the output okay that's how you can go ahead with okay then if you wanted to go ahead with the comment you can simply use the comment okay let's say this is my the comment by using the hash okay by using the hash now you can see that okay let me show you the few things okay let's say Help, I just wanted to go and explore more about data frame. Right. So here you can see. So basically, if you just type few, you know, few things, so it will automatically detect that one and it will, you know, give you the full word. Okay, right here in the same okay. Here you can see see frame data frame. So here you can see this is how you can get the things. Okay, you don't have to write the colon. Uh, the double quotes over here okay automatically this this double quotes will be added right so like this now second thing here okay if I put my career over cursor over here on the print welcome to the R programming language code and let's go and run this and here you can see that after this here you can see you 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 know it will it will just You know, you know, the ignore this particular space, right? It will just ignore that this particular space and it will move to the particular line that you just wrote something. Okay. If in that particular line, if you just created something, if you created some code or comment over there, so the automatically the cursor will be there, right? Like this. And you will find that the help. By using the help in the bracket if you write any word okay that is there so you will find that okay you will able to explore more about the data frames okay see the data frame with the example as well see this is the example you will find okay which means that you can okay use this example over here if let's say suppose i copy this example and over here so you will see that particular data frame as well right but we will create our data set in the upcoming part of the session and guys as i told you if you wanted to you know sometimes okay if you see that the you know lot of code you just run okay okay like we'll go one by one so if you go here if you see that if you wanted to you know again the clear your screen clear your console Basically, you can use a control plus L Right, you can use a control plus L. if you wanted to clear your environment So at that time you can go over here this particular brush you can clear your console In the same way if you wanted to remove the history You can go over here into the brush and you can clear your all the history right like this. Okay Got it in the same way. If you created the few plots and few plots will be there, if you wanted to, you know, remove those plots, you can clear those plots with the help of brush. You will see over here after uh, you created the plot, that brush will automatically turn on, right? Now, after this, okay. As I told you in the agenda, okay, we'll be talking about the data types in R. So, as we know in Python, how many data types are there? Lot of data types are there list is there, tuple is there, you know, dictionary is there, set is there, string is there, few numerical data types is there, integer, float, complex numbers are there, right? So, these are the few data types as well as the data frame series is there in Python. So, what are the different data types in R? Then, what are the different data types? Okay. So, let me tell you how many data types are there. Okay. Let me write the data types over here. Data types in R. So, how many data types will be there in R? So, here you will find that we will be starting with the, let's go over here. We will be starting with the, first vector okay so if we're talking about the vector so what is vector in statistics or in mathematics vector is nothing but the one dimension matrix right either in a row format or in a column format isn't it right so that is nothing but the vector and you will find that most of the type you will see in R those are nothing but the vectors right okay then you will see that the list is there right then we have the matrix okay then we have the array matrix is nothing but the the table which is in a you know which is in a matrix format like 2 cross 2 2 cross 3 5 cross 5 like this right Matrix is nothing but the those who those who have the you know rows and columns, right? Now here you can see that what is array Arrays results also, you know, you know, we can say that the matrix is one of the array right Matrix is nothing but one of the array array is nothing but because there is very intre, you know, we will be creating the array in R so let's say let let me show you the three
1: dimensional array right so let me go into the images and
0: here you can see that the three dimensions array see this is my three dimensions okay so here you can see that now three dimension array is matrix in three dimension okay so here you can see that this is my first matrix behind this particular matrix there is another matrix isn't it behind this particular matrix there is another matrix so you will find so there are rows is present columns are present as well as the number of matrix okay so there will be three parameters rows columns and the number of array one two three right so these are nothing but the array array which is nothing but the in short the advanced version of matrix okay or in higher dimension you will use the array not the matrix you will use the matrix in two dimension okay if you see the matrix matrix is just the you know simple array you can say in two dimension okay and now i got the you know Matrix okay, let me go with the 2 cross 2 matrix Yeah, 2 by 3 let's go ahead with 2 by 3 matrix. So here you can see this is my 2 by 3 matrix, right? Okay, this is 2 cross 3 matrix uh, 2 cross 2 2 cross 2 matrix. This is you know 3 cross 2 matrix This is 2 cross 2 2 cross 3 matrix. This is 3 cross 3 matrix. These are nothing but the matrix, right? so these are the few things okay we should have to understand right so this is the you know basic difference between the matrix and array now what is factor now what is factor now as we understood the what is target variable so as we know in the target variable let's say this is my target variable okay this is my Target variable, let's say okay. One, one, one is there, then we have the two one three four two one. Like this, we have the four things, okay. Let's say like this. Okay. Let me go and run this. Okay. And if I implement this as the factor, okay, factor and y and run this. So here you can see that now. Here, how many levels are there? Means how many unique values are there in my target column? Okay, if that my target column is 010101, so you will see that the only 01 is there. But now in my target column, 1 is there, 2 is there, 4 is there, 5 is there. So here you will see that the 1, 2, 4, 5. Okay, that is nothing but the factor. Okay, which means you can use this particular factor okay to create the machine learning model right yes also you can say that it's a categorical term okay but if we're talking about the categorical term so which means that categorical term is nothing but the sometimes of text data okay and factor is nothing but that okay that which is something which has the power to convert your numerical data into the labels so definitely it will you know consider as the labels not the numerical values okay because r if you don't go ahead with the factor okay and you are trying to create a classification model in r then it will throw an error okay if you go with the factor as your target column definitely you will get the output okay and lastly we'll have the data frame now what is data frame as we saw in python data frame is nothing but the okay it's simply a table simply a table you can create in the r or in python as well
1: right so these are the few things right now let us go ahead guys and understand one by one okay so let us go ahead and uh, talk about the different you know the let's
0: talk about the first type of data type which is nothing but a vector right let us talk about the vector so as we know in vector okay you will find that okay there are the different types of the vectors okay or you can say that the different classes of the vector like there is a you know the vector might be a logical vector you can see you know logical vector is there okay now the logical vector if you see the logical vector so you will find that okay let's say a is equal to the let's say true that is nothing but the your logical so in the name itself if you go and use the true so you will find that okay as we know okay okay so here you can see that this is going to be the okay in the yellow pop-up you will find that the true is nothing but the logical vectors right so that is the thing right just go ahead and use the print the a so here you can see the output is nothing but in the form of logical true and false right you can create the logical vector like this
1: as well okay so uh, you can create with this okay true okay like this true false okay you can create the vector like this okay
0: not the capital b because it's a case sensitive that is why now here you can see we got the output true true false false okay so here you can see this is also a vector okay now if you wanted to you know check the type of this the data type so you can see that. The type of this is going to be the okay the vector so how you can check that you can simply use the you know the class and in the class you can use the b so which is nothing but this is going to be the logical vector you can see right the logical vector you can see now the second type of vector is going to be the you know numeric one right First year, you can see that the logical true false is there Then second type. What is the next type which is nothing but the you know. Numerical vector is there. So if we're talking about the numerical vector. So you will find that okay. Numerical vectors are nothing but the numerical values will be there right. Numerical values where will be there like 0 1 2 3 4 5 6 like that. Okay, this is going to be the numerical vector in simple words so let's go and run this by using control plus enter if you wanted to run the any line in r studio you can simply use control plus enter right then what we can do is okay after this if you wanted to see the type of this you can simply see the type like the class of a and here you can see the class of a is going to be the numerical one, right? If you wanted to you know get some uh, You know sub part of this particular numerical vector. So you can get it how you can get it by using a You know the, Again the same kind of thing that we did in Python By using you know the by adding the square brackets. Okay. Let's say if I wanted to You know, just extract the index first value up to index, let's say, four value index four. So I can simply go and use this. And here you can see zero, one, two, five value will be there. Okay. Here in PI in R, index will start from the one, then, uh, you know, then first index, then second index, the third index, and fourth index. So So if you go and if you add the one and fourth index, so which means that all four index from one to four, it will show you over here as in the output. Okay, in R you will never find that last index is excluded like in the okay in Python. You will find that the last index is excluded, but in R you never find that kind of scenario we have the you know multiple different types for this okay we have multiple different types of this so like we have the complex as well like if you see that okay so let me show you the complex number okay let's say two plus let's say three i this is going to be your complex number right so control plus enter and control plus enter here you will find that if you wanted to see the type for this you can use the class right you can use a control plus you know enter and you will see that the type for this particular data is going to be the complex one right then you will find that the next type of the vector is going to be the you know the character now character is going to be the string in Python as we know okay character is going to be the string in python now guys just compare this vector okay in our studio the same you can find in python and what is that that is nothing but the variable okay as we know in variable we have the multiple data types like the integer float right complex string value is there So in the same way you can find this thing over here as well right so let me go ahead with the you know this is going to be the complex let me add the name for it complex complex vector i can say or like in python you will say that the complex variable in short right now if we talk about the next one which is nothing but the Character okay, so if you're talking about the character So here you go equal to you can add any character Right you can add any character you can say like this, you know,
1: the Arif is there Okay, then
0: Second one here you will find that Kodesh is there Okay then then Shweta is there right so for okay you will have to add as we know we will have to add the double quote or single code right then martin is there okay so again i'll have to add the you know single quote or double code so i can simply go ahead and you know run this particular line of code okay and after this okay I'll simply use this okay and here you can see we got the output in okay in terms of characters right then how to find it the type you can simply use a class and E and control plus enter you will see that the character class is there right likewise you will find that the multiple you know types of vectors okay similarly we saw the different types In variables the data types of the variables okay in python as well here also you can see the same thing oh i just wanted to show show you the one more thing okay let's say okay this is my okay numerical variable let's say uh five four like this okay this is my variable let's say okay and let me just go with this a then i just wanted to you know take the extract the small part okay two to five okay and again after this i just wanted to you know go ahead with another term okay i just wanted to only find out let's say two to five okay so Are these both command same or not are these both command are same or not let me show you okay this is my numerical vector right now here you can see that in the first command in the first code I just wanted to extract the you know values okay from index 2 to index 5 right let me go and run this and here you can see the from index 2 to 5 you will see that this value 2684 right now here you can see that this is my second line of code here i mention i just wanted to find out the sub values from my a numerical vector and what are those of the index 2 and index 5 okay so let me go and run this and here you can see that I got the values of index 2 or index 5 okay second index or fifth index I got the values so these two line of code are different not same
1: right these two line of code are different now let us go ahead okay this is about the you know this is about the vector
0: right. This is about the vector. Now let us talk about the list. Now let us talk about the list. Okay. Let us talk about the list. Now what is this guy okay. Basically it can contain many different types of elements. Okay. Basically it can contain many different types of filament. Okay. Like inside it like you can see that the vectors okay the functions okay and even another list as well inside the list okay so i'll write few list okay to show you that how you can create the list okay and what are the different kinds of list you can make so this is let's say list my okay this is the list and i just wanted to write a few values okay then i just wanted to go ahead with a few uh, floating point values okay this is my floating point value now i just wanted to write or you know create the vector as well okay let's say this is my vector you can create the vectors like this right now again you can write anything you can go ahead with the string as well right as well as okay you can let's say you can write any uh, function as well let's say the sign function if you know okay the sign function is there right so you can go and write like this as well right let me go and run this and here you can see we got the output okay we got the output now here in the list if you see okay in the list if you see the first index very first index you will find that the two value then second index you will find that the three value Third index. You will find that the 6.5 value fourth index. You will find that the six seven eight value Right seven index. You will find that. Okay. The hello Okay, then here last you will find that the function which is nothing but the sine function you will see right so, which means that you can write anything in list. Okay, you can add the complex number two if you want, right? You can add complex number two, right? Uh, let me go ahead with the complex number 3.4i. And this is my complex number. If I wanted to go ahead with mean, so I can go ahead with the mean as well. So, let me go and run this, and here you can see. Okay, this is my list again okay here you will find that the complex number and you can see the mean over here right so which means okay you can create the you know the class with anything okay so the let's see the type for this okay you will see that the list is there the type of this is going to be the list now okay if you wanted to view this list okay if you wanted to view the list in the separate window so what you can do you can simply go over here in the you know in the third window which means that the upper right window you can simply go and click to this okay click to your list so you will see that in my first window you will be able to see all the things okay the types okay you will find that the types the your, you know your list type You just created the list now. You will find that the list with how many elements are there? Eight elements are there. And what are those? You will find that this and their values list of length eight. Okay, which means that eight elements are there. So, two, three, six point five. Okay, six, seven, eight is another vector is there. Then, hello, then your sign function, then your uh, complex number, then mean. Okay, so you can, you know, create the list like this right Now what if if you wanted to you know and you can uh, go with the another way like this okay this is the code to see the list in the our this particular first window. So you can just go and run this and you can see the list over here right So this is the, you know the positive side of the R I can say. now guys, how to access the elements now you can see there are a lot of different types okay there is function complex number you know the string function is uh, string data type is there then you will find that the vector is there float is there integer is there so how to access the values from the list how to access the value from the list so if you wanted to access the value from the list let's say i just wanted to access the you know this particular value 6.5 so how you can do that you can simply use the name of the list l okay and in the double square square brackets you can add the index of it so as we know index start with one in r so one two three so you can simply use the three let's go and run this and here you can see the 6.5 value is there see 6.5 value is there right that's how you can access it now like okay if someone asks me sir how to access this particular 7 value okay how to access this particular 7 value in this particular vector so if you wanted to access this seven value so you will have to first again go ahead with the double square brackets okay you will have to add the you know index value for this particular vector you will see and the index value for this particular vector is four add this four if you wanted to you know your aim is to access this particular value seven in that particular vector so now you can add the one square bracket over here and put the index value for this now now you can see this is my vector again index value for this seven is nothing but the six value for one and seven value for two this is a second index value right so i just simply add this and let me go and run this and here you can see the seven value is there right Okay, in the second window in the console, you will see that the second seven value
1: is there. Right, so that is how you can access it. Right. So this is the thing now,
0: guys, let us talk about the matrix. Okay, this is about the list. Now let us talk about the matrix. Why I am writing the two dimensional over here because you will find that matrix are. Two dimensional. Okay. In matrix, you will find that the row and column. Right. In matrix, you will find out the row and column. Okay. So let us go and create the matrix now. So here you can see, let me go and create the one matrix of the name. Okay. So here you can see matrix, let's say M. I just wanted to create the matrix M and here I will simply use the matrix and you can see that just after typing few letters of matrix here the first function you will see the matrix right simply enter this you will see that the matrix now right now in the yellow pop-up you will see that the all you need to do is okay the in the matrix what are the different things you can okay you will have to mention you will have to add your data first then you will have to mention the you know how many rows okay you want in your matrix how many columns you want in your matrix according to you'll have to add that much amount of data okay then whether you wanna go with whether you wanted to you know put your data that you mention okay whether you want to put that data by row or by column so that's why you will have to add one parameter which is nothing but by row equal to false or by row equal to true okay and if you wanted to go ahead and if you wanted to you know put your you know row name and column name then you can add those names by using dimension name as well so let us go and create the matrix like this so first thing I am just going to you know add the data okay let's go and add the data 10 20 and 30 okay this is my simple data one you know you can see that the three cause one i just wanted to add so how many rows i want i just want the three rows okay and rows equal to three i want okay how many columns i want okay and column right equal to Let's say I just want two columns, right? Now here I'll have to, you know, set the, you know, whether I'll go with the by row, which means put this particular data which I mentioned over here. We can put this data. Yes, if you uh, if you want, you can uh, go. Thank you. Okay. Now here you can see. Okay, n column now here if you see that if you wanted to go with by row so we can simply add the by row equal to true right let's add the by row equal to two which which means put this particular data row wise right put this particular data row wise right and after this if you wanted to add your column and row names so you can use this with the dimension Names. So here you can see the dimension names. Okay. Here, as I mentioned, the end row equal to three, which means there are three row. And as I mentioned n column equal to two, which means that there will be you know two columns. So, what I can do is I'll simply go over here and I can simply use the list. What I can do, I can simply use the list, okay, and I'll be creating the list, and in that I'll be mentioning the row names let's say row one okay this is my row two and here you will see that okay here you will see that this is my row 3 right now after this let's complete this and add the names of the columns if you want guys okay this is totally depends on you whether you wanted to add these names to your column and rows okay i'm just showing you because if you know this so okay in might be you know in future if you require this so you can use this right so now here you can see that in python what you have to you know do is like in jupyter notebook as we saw in the cell you can simply mention this code and you can run total cell but when you are using the developer version developer ID, which is nothing but the spider at that time you will have to you know, select all the code in Python and then press the run button. But in R, what you can do is I can simply put my cursor on this particular course. Uh, this code and I can simply go with the run and here you can see okay i am able to run this particular line of code now here you can see that my code is executed right now what i can do is just i'm going to see the my matrix now my 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 matrix is looks like this now here you can see that okay in the third window as well okay in the third window the upper right window you can see if you go over here into the m okay so here you can see that now if you just press it okay in the upper right window to this particular matrix so you will see that the matrix in the first window as well right in the first window as well so you can see the you know matrix over here as well so my this matrix is same matrix you will see over here 10 20 30 10 20 30 because we just Go with the by row if you go with the by row equal to False, So you will see that the 10 20 30 column wise not the row wise right. So this is the thing now if you wanted to see the data type for this as we know this is a matrix, but if you wanted to cross check it what you can do is you can simply go with the class function and you can run it and you can see that we got the class as a matrix or array because you know. Matrix is one of the type of array, you know. This is a matrix as well as the array, okay? So, you can't say that this is not array, this is array as well because you can mention if you mention your, you know, matrix in one dimension means in one column or in a one row that is also a matrix of one, you know, of you know, dimension like one cross three, which is nothing but the, you know, the column wise or the three cross one order or the dimension of the matrix that is nothing but a three rows and one column is there that is also a matrix if you write the matrix two cross two that is also a matrix that is also an array right and if you write the multiple matrix right so that is the array now okay array as well as matrix okay now as I show you this, how you can access the eva- multiple elements from the list. So here also, you can able to access the multiple elements from the list as well, right? Here also, you can be able to access the multiple elements, right? And how you can access that? You can simply use this. Okay, you can simply use it. Let's say I just wanted to access the, let's say, a you know third row and the uh, uh, let's say third row and second column's value okay this 30 value i just wanted to access last value okay so what i can do is this is my third row and this is my last column's value second column is nothing but the last column i just wanted to extract this value so here you can see that okay sorry that is not the i that is m the name of the matrix is m that's why i got the error i you know mistakenly type i instead of m so let's go and run this and here you can see i got the value as the 30. okay and if you see the value of the matrix in the third row and the second column you will see that the 30 value is there right you will see that the 30 value is there okay so that is how you can cross check okay similarly you can go and you can you know do multiple types of you know uh, you can you can ex- extract the multiple values from the matrix right now let us talk about the array now as we saw how to create the vector right how to create the list right how to create the matrix now how to create the array so let's see over here how to create the array okay so like as we know it is a you know it's a you know more than three dimensional it's very difficult to you know visualize array so that's why i show you that particular image from the internet right so here what we gonna do is we are just trying to you know build the multiple matrix okay the layers of the matrix so let's go and create the array so this is let's say this is my array array equal to okay okay let's say i just wanted to create the array now what i can do is i just wanted to again let's say uh i'll add the data okay now f- let me just add the data of uh let's say again the same 10 20 30 okay that make sense i guess okay 10 20 30 now here i just wanted to add the dimension of the data okay here you can see dimension of the data i can add okay so now here i want the dimension of my array is going to be the let's say i want the two rows okay this is just the example i want two rows and five columns matrix okay what i want i want two rows and five columns matrix. Okay. And how many matrix I want? Let's say I want four matrix. Okay. How many matrix I want? I want four matrix. That is nothing but my dimension of my array. Okay. Let's go and run this. Okay. Now I'll show you the array. Okay. This is my array. Let me go and show you. Okay. Now here. You can see that this is my array now. This is my first array. This is my first array if you see this is the first array. Okay, if you see this is the second array if you see this is the third array and this is going to be the fourth array and you will see that the dimension of each array or each matrix is going to be the two cross five the dimension of each array is going to be the 2 cross 5 so you will see this okay now why we need this array why we are doing this all this stuff why we are creating the array matrix vectors and all why to like why we need this so if we talk about let's say the neural networks do you know about neural
1: networks neural okay network Okay, so here if you see the neural network, okay. So you will find that the neural networks like this. Okay, the neural network like this. Okay, let me show you. Like see this is my neural
0: network okay now okay like if you see this neural network from here okay from here from where from here let me show you okay from here if you see this from here okay from here so how the neural network look looks looks like so let me again uh,
1: erase this let's go and show you the array okay three-dimensional array so it's visually very you know effective you can see so now here you can see okay this one okay we were talking
0: about this one this is a simple example i can say okay this is going to be my you know array so if you see this particular neural network or any neural network from here so you will see something like this okay so this is my first array this is my second array and this is my third array so all these arrays okay will connected like this okay will be connected like this Okay, you will find that will be connected like this, like each and every value, each and every value, okay, okay, is connected to the next ma- array, is connected to the each and every value in the next array, you will find that, okay. This, let's say this is my, you know, first array's value 311, okay. This value is connected with each and every value in array two. This is yellow middle array, you will find that right so in the same way all the values okay are connected to each and every value in my array two okay so you will find the structure like this okay which one the structure like this either this or either this either this okay you can see this okay okay you can see the structure now this is structure which is somewhat like our structure of brain okay so and these are the if you see if you go ahead with the data science project so you will find that there are okay like do you do you know about chat gpt okay suppose all of you know about the chat gpt okay so what is the algorithm behind the chat gpt chat gpt is nothing but the You know, GPT stands for generate you pre-trained transformer. And transformer is nothing but the one of the you know highly advanced model of NLP. Okay, by using neural networks. Right? So you will find that the neural networks like this. Okay. So that is the use case of the arrays. Right? So that is the use case of array. So You know that's how you can you know why i am showing you this particular thing understood guys why i am showing you this okay if you understood this which means that okay when we are dealing with upcoming parts okay let's say if you go ahead in the advanced term okay like after this course if you wanted to explore more about the you know data science and all so at that time there is you know one particular topic which is nothing but a deep learning so in the deep learning all the algorithms which are related to which are related to new uh, you know neural network right dimension is nothing but this not clear in output so here you can see yeah let me show the dimension okay now here you can see okay now first two values are the dimension of matrix okay for your understanding first two values are the dimension of each matrix so here you can see the dimension of each matrix is what two cross five so here you can see that the dimension of each matrix is two cross five. so how many matrix are there this is the number of matrix which is present in the array so how many matrix are there one or here you can see the array one which is nothing but the matrix one matrix two matrix three and matrix four so if you wanted to understand the dimension of these so you will find that this is the number of rows of each matrix this is the number of columns of each matrix so basically this is the dimension of each matrix 2 cross 5 and this value is going to be the number of matrix which are there in array so that is the okay this is very easy concept just okay if you concentrate on the topic if you try to understood this particular thing then it will be very easy to understand the very complicated topics like deep learning models right this is just the value of 20 30 40 this is just the value you can take any value you can take numerical value you can take complex value you can take any string value you can take categorical value as well as you can take your na- name as well okay you can write your name as well over there okay so this is just the you know any random value i took to show you how you can create the output so because of this you know these are just the three values so you see the dimension two cross five so how many elements are there okay how many elements are there you see total 10 values in each matrix yes or no 10 values in each matrix and here as i mentioned in the matrix okay the by row equal to true Byte row equal to true and if I didn't mention this over here you see that there is no by row parameter over here Because my here my aim is to show you how you can create the array Okay, because I show you this all the things in the matrix So now you can create all these things over here as well. You can add this parameter over here as well Right like you add the parameter which is nothing but the by row okay if you add the parameter by row over here so it will you know give you the output as well okay you can add the parameter dimension name right you know the dimension name is there. okay you can add the multiple parameters in short right so the thing is that okay all the things if if you are not you know clearing these things you can simply go ahead and over here you can use the array because You will find that lot of things okay you can find that lot of things okay like what are the different things you can put over here right you can do this multiple things right so see here also they created the array okay here also they created the array if you don't want the shuffle in your data okay let's say there are 10 values, okay let me go and i can simply put the You know the value 1 to 10. Okay, now it will take the value column wise. Okay, now here you can see that you will see that the column wise values we got 1 2 3 4 right column wise. It just took the 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10. So you see that now. Okay, this is the console. You will find that the all the matrix 1 2 3 4 all this matrix the same matrix you will find okay or in short i can say array now right now after these guys let us go ahead okay let us go ahead and understand the factor understand the factor now yes see guys uh, you know deep learning is uh, you know one of the i can say that very important topic nowadays okay because you will find that the chat gpt and all of you know a lot of ai tools will be coming each and every day right so all in that you will find that okay people started using the one particular algorithm which is nothing but the gpt okay gpt is nothing but the generative pre-trained transformer so behind that particular algorithm behind that particular method you will find that there is one algorithm is there okay and that algorithm is totally depends on the neural network okay and basically in the neural network if you see okay so what will be there so there will be an array okay you can create the neural network by using the arrays so if you try to okay okay, if you wanna understood how the deep learning works okay you should know what array is right so that is the you know like this is a you know very basic if you understood this you can go ahead one further step okay like if you know the vector then you can go ahead with the matrix then if you know the matrix you can go ahead with the array if you know the array you can go ahead with the further algorithms right so you can do this many multiple things now let us talk about the factor now here also like one more thing guys over here okay like as we know okay in matrix in vec, in list okay in vector as well you can go ahead with the slicing method this is nothing but the slicing method right so here you can see that in matrix you can you know take the sub sample of your sub matrix you can find out here how you can find out the sub matrix okay so because there are three dimensions right there are three dimension and let's say this is my array okay this is my array and now from this array from 1 to 10 1 to 10 1 to 10 there are four matrix in my array right so here you can see if you wanted to you know take any matrix okay let's say i just wanted to you know extract the second array so what i can do i can simply use a comma comma and value second okay because here you can see that i got the second matrix now okay similarly if you wanted to take any value if you wanted to take any value you can simply add those many rows okay rows and value you will get the value okay now let us go ahead and understand the factor okay so for understanding factor what we need we need to you know go ahead with the Our vector. Okay. First, you can create the vector. Okay. See, I am creating the vector. Okay. Okay. This is my vector. Let's see. Okay. And here you will find that in my vector, there are few, you know, labels. You will find that the one label is there, three label, four label is there, 14, 43, 45. You like this. Okay. Now, here you can see. I can simply use the factor of y and enter this. Now here you can see we got the values. Okay, the labels. Now the labels for this you will find that the one, two, four, five. Okay, because it took the factor as the singular factors. Okay, is it took the factor as the singular factor? You see. Okay, let me go ahead. Okay, with the another, you know, term. You can see now if you see these let's say uh, setosa okay let's say versicolor okay then we have the you know let's say virginica we have okay these are the you know few okay the three different species of iris flower right so let me copy this again Okay, again we can let's say and copy this. Okay, and after this, okay, let me go and apply the factor on it. Okay, apply the factor on it. Let's say, okay, so let us go and run this. Okay, and here you will find that. Okay, so basically the definition of factor is nothing but okay it will okay you can use this into to find out the labels okay to find out the labels right so factor basically we can say that a variable which can take certain values or you can say that the certain labels okay so here you can see if you see the setosa versicular virginica is here let's say this is your target variable okay let's say this is your target variable if you simply go with this y value okay and you uh, you know you didn't make any changes in your data time because the data type of y is basically initially this is going to be the your categorical data this is your categorical data right but you know that that don't make any sense okay because categorical data in R okay that don't make any sense okay if you wanted to find out the let's say the labels, okay like in my target column my aim is to whether to accept the offer or reject the offer right here in my iris data set, my aim is to classify my iris flower into this particular species, whether my iris flower is from is of the setosa species or versicolor species or virginica species. Okay. So how do you know that? Okay, these are the three species are there. So for understanding that, okay, you will have to apply the factor. Right? So factor tell you. The how many labels are there? Okay, factor tell your model that this is not a categorical data. Okay, this is your factor data. Now you can use it as a levels Okay, 0, 1, 2 or the setosa versicolor virginica. Right? So that is the thing over here. Five, four, four labels are there, right? Okay, how many labels are there? Four labels are there. So see basically it will start from the one two three four five six okay to find out the labels. okay right how do you say four because here you can see that in my console window okay you will find that i executed this particular code factor of y i executed this code over here right i executed code over here and after executing this particular code it is saying that my levels are four right i am not saying by myself okay after executing the line of code okay i got the levels as a four okay if let's say if there are okay more than 10 levels let's say there are more than 10 levels so definitely it will give you the values Of those 10 labels. Okay. After there is a one label, two label, three label, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. And after that, if you add these values, these two digits values, then it will consider these values as the one label. Otherwise, it will consider the singular, singular values. Okay. That is the thing over here. Okay. Now, after these guys, okay, let us go ahead and talk about the data frames okay after this let us go ahead and talk about the data frame like we talk about the multiple data types okay and data frame is let's say our the final data type in r you can say okay you know it just if you if you see this particular thing this is one 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 two one two okay like this so here you won't see any three any two value like this so here if you go over here okay you will find that okay here you will find that i just created the y value okay and here you will find that after this array after this particular code okay my bad okay after this particular code you will find that array okay see this is my code i executed this and after this i directly executed factor of y instead of executing first y okay first why so let me go and run this and here after these you will find that the factor now okay now here you can see that the factors okay my bad guys okay now now you can see the factor okay so in the data frame okay let me create data frame okay let's say this is my data frame okay and if i wanted to create the data frame in r so here you will find that okay the data dot frame okay and here you can see that data dot frame is pop-up is you know we got automatically we uh, you know it will auto you know write my function right So basically data frame consists of rows and columns. So here you can see that if you wanted to create the data frame in R you will have to add the few columns right with their values. Okay, like in Python what we did. Okay to create the data frame basically to create the data frame in Python. Okay, we used dictionary, but here you don't need to use the dictionary simply use the you know data frame and it will create the data frame let's say this is uh, the data frame i just wanted to add the gender okay i just wanted to add the de- gender equal to okay after this add the vector and add your genders like let's say uh, the male and female genders okay let's say male and female gender now i am you know now after this here here you can see okay after this here you can see this is my gender now second thing is that let's say i just wanted to add the you know okay after this here you can see okay we have let's say add the height okay add the height so for that add the vector over here and add the height okay let's say height of the male let's say 170 centimeter okay and height of the female let's say 165 okay like this you can write your any height or weight okay then add the weight okay you can even add the names as well okay you can even add the names as well okay weight. let's say you know the 80 kg i can say and let's go with you know 70 kg okay anything now here okay if i like if i Wanted to add the name of the person. Okay. So I can simply add the name of the person as well. Okay. So let's say add the name of the person. Let's say Ritesh. Okay. Then let's add the any. Now here you can see that we have the another name, which is nothing but the, you know, Tina. Right. So this is my two names. Okay. Now this is my data. Okay, now here if you see okay in simple words if you see the names. Okay, the two names are there riches and uh, teenage Tina gender male female height is 170 centimeter 165 centimeter weight is 80 kg and 70 kg right. This is my data frame. Okay, I put my cursor anywhere in on this particular you know code cell. Okay code line. I can say not the cell so let me go and run this and here you can see okay r studio give me the power to run this overall code without selecting this okay just put the cursor anywhere on this code and run this okay and now if you wanted to see your data frame you can see over here as well this is my data frame see This is my data frame. If you wanted to see this data frame in another way, you can simply go over here. You can use this, you know, the upper right window. Here you will find that the data frame is there. Just click to this, and here in the first window, you will see the output. The name Ritesh is there, Tina is there, gender is male, female, height is 170 centimeter, 165 centimeter, weight is 80 and 70. Right? So that's how you can create the data frame okay and how we able to see the data frame in the my first window by using this particular line of code by using this particular line of code see so simply by just you know by just clicking to this data frame of you know from the third window you can see upper right window okay just click to data frame And you will see that automatically view data frame view df code will execute in the console your second window your lower left window, right? And you will see that in the first window, you will see the output like this. Right, you will see the output like this. So here you can see okay, just by using this line of code, you will be able to get the output like this now if you wanted to check the type of these so you can simply go ahead with the class okay add the data frame and you can see the type of this is going to be the data frame over here in the second window in the console right so basically this r studio designed for the you know the you know the developers and the coders you can say okay so you can be able to have the multiple windows where you can be able to understand these things in a you know in a very quick way you able to in a you can able to write the code as well as you simultaneously you can able to run the code if there is an error you will see the error in the console itself if not you will get the output in the third window okay if there is a plot you just plot it you will be able to see the plot over here in the fourth window right like this so it's that
1: much you know it's it's very uh easy i can say okay now after this okay how you can just go and access the columns okay
0: how you can go and access the columns so there are multiple things to you know multiple ways to access the column like okay this df just add just mention your data name Okay, this is my data frame DF. Okay, use the dollar symbol and you will find that there are four columns in my data frame. You will see that the one pop up automatically opens when you add the dollar. Right? So, name is there, gender is there, height is there, weight is there. I just wanted to go with the names. Let's go and run this. And here you will see the output as the Ritesh Antina. Right? Right? There is another way DF. Square brackets, okay. I just wanted to go with the first column my name's column. Okay, let me go and run this You will see the name Okay name column and you will find that the Ritesh and Tina why you see the name The column name as well because here you mention the column index now That's why you will see the column name as well right In the same way if you wanted to go and select any another column Okay, so there are multiple ways. Okay, this is the first way you can use the dollar sign, right? You can use any column, right? You can select any column and there is another way which is nothing but the by using square bracket add the index value of that particular column, right? Index value add that particular index value and you will get the output. So that is the thing in R you will find that index start with one in python index start with zero i guess for few of you it's very first time to see our see our programming right but definitely guys okay if you are you know uh, you know try this code twice and thrice okay with the recording simultaneously then you will be able to you know understand this particular code and you know believe me guys r studio is again the you know uh, very you know popular programming language r okay and r studio is a is the only one id you can use or you can handle the r from here as well so basically okay if you see the job description of let's say data scientist or data analyst machine learning engineer okay or any job in the data science field in the ai field so there might be you know 90 or 95 percent chances you will see that the r or r studio or R programming language mm. keyword will be there in the job description so which means that if you see some kind of thing like if you see the python Necessary for the particular job in the same way. You will see that R is also necessary for particular jobs. Okay, which means that okay chances of getting selected Okay, like if there is a person who knows Python and if there is a person who knows Python and R both So chances of getting selected of the person B is very high as compared to person a right because the person B knows the two programming languages Python and R but person one knows only one programming language only Python. Yeah,
1: so that is the thing. Okay, so guys that is it about the today's session.